0: Welcome to Spac Snack, the Seattle Progressive Asian American Christian Podcast, where we talk about what we're eating and what's eating us. I'm Christina, and I go by she, her pronouns, and with us today is...
1: My name is
2: Aya, I use she, her pronouns.
3: This is Thomas, I use he, him pronouns.
2: This is Pauline, I use
4: whatever pronouns.
0: And we have our special guest today.
4: This is Millie, I go by she, her, they, them pronouns.
0: Awesome, Millie. We're so glad to have you with us. And why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, what you do, and
4: what you're into, Millie? So, uh, I really like... So I'm a total certified weeb, so meaning I just watch all the animes and try to watch as much anime as I can. But I also, I work as a special education assistant with kids with trauma at And then um, I get to carry on what I love. So I get to teach an anime social club. And I also get to be a Dungeons master every week and teach the kids the magic of imagination. So
0: That is so awesome. I I personally know you as uh, somebody who shares some of the best memes that are out there. I don't know how you manage to find honestly, like the best ones. They always crack me up. And um, anybody who's not connected with Melly on social media is um totally missing out. And yeah, your your life is less rich for not knowing Melly. Well, thank you. Well, uh, we were inspired by Melly for today's episode. Um, more specifically because we, well, some of us watched Melly uh, do these daily potato chip reviews. Um, Could you walk us through what was happening and what the highlights and lowlights of that chip review journey
4: was? Well, as someone who grew up loving potato chips at a very young age, I went through this um, grocery store. It's an Asian food grocery store. And they sell the uh, unconventional pieces of Lay's chips. And as someone who, like, loved them when I went to, like, overseas. I was like, whoa, wow, different flavored potato chips. And the Lay's. And so, I bought every Lay's that I could see. And every day I decided to eat one and share everyone my thoughts. And the options at that time was duck neck, which I thought was a sausage for like like three days. Hot pot. Um, there was also I want to say cucumber and white rabbit and I was really intrigued by the white rabbit so I thought it'd be fun for everyone to watch me and my partner react to these weird chips and my favorite one was probably cucumber because it was kind of like a light seaweed chip if anyone likes slay seaweed and it was like really nice and bright the rabbit tastes of, like weird caramel popcorn so yeah
0: yeah you think that the the white round would be good if it was like, I'm thinking, you know, like uh, what is it, like salted caramel kind of situation, right? But it seems like it hasn't really been super popular.
4: Yeah, it was just like more buttery, which was the weird part because it made me think of like buttered sweet chips. buttered sweet potatoes. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, um, so we were going to talk a little bit about um, what we would define as a chip, or uh, what is a crisp, which is what it's known in the UK. Um, who like is there a debate about this? Are we? I know that there's a lot of engineering that goes into like the perfect crispiness of a potato chip, um, but are is there what is the debate out there about the potato chip situation?
2: Well, I mentioned that we were recording this episode. And somebody immediately was like, shrimp chips. And I was like, those aren't chips. (laughs) So I feel like that could be an interesting first discussion.
0: Wait, they mean like the Calbee, like thick, almost like, they almost look like fries, but they're calling it a chip?
2: Well, I mean, because they're called shrimp chips, right? So they're like, oh, that was my favorite chip. Like, but it doesn't qualify because it's not a chip.
0: Oh my gosh, I've never thought of them as a chip. I only ever thought, well, okay. In the Cantonese, it's like shrimp stick. So it's oh. not a chip, but it is crispy. So it's like anything crispy, a chip. That would make like crackers chips, wouldn't it?
1: Like are all rice crackers chips? It's a, a Cheeto
2: chip?
0: Oh, that's a-, that's a good one. Is Cheeto a chip? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Definitely not. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> what what is do you that? define it
3: then? I'm going to go with. How it is packaged and if you have to open it in like that kind of opening that's a chip
2: okay that, no that's, so that's way too
4: chip? broad <laughs> yeah
3: no that doesn't work this is an inclusive podcast
4: <laughs> then you would say like smart pop is considered a chip but that's popcorn and then that would have been my favorite thing
0: Oh, shit. Is popcorn a chip?
4: No.
2: No, it's not. <laughs> I feel so, like, conservative right now.
0: <laughs> are we gaslighting you? <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: losing my mind. Those are not chips. So I would define a chip. I think Pauline is trying to say if it's made out of potatoes, maybe it's
2: considered a potato chip. Actually, I was thinking of, At like, about the Yeah, because, well, there's tortilla chips, but I think, okay, I think tortilla chips are not a chip, unfortunately, but no, (laughs) no, I take that back, because it's, like, chips and salsa, but, yeah, yeah, because I was thinking of, like, the Terra like, vegetables, which are, like, made out of many things that are not potatoes, but those are chips. Mm -hmm.
4: Oh, and, like, banana chips? Well, they're chips, though.
2: Apple chips. Ooh, plantain chips.
0: Okay, the only thing I find in common with all of those is just, like, thinly sliced, crispy, um, and once it's fried, I guess, or once it's in its final form, (laughs) it's (laughs)
4: wavy. Final (laughs) (laughs) form. Baked chip, baked legs don't count.
0: (laughs) So, so, I mean, then a Cheeto is not a chip because it's puffy. Hmm.
3: So I just quickly reddited what is a potato chip and are Cheetos considered chips? Chips are a thin slice that is then baked or fried. Crisps are made when a meal is made from a grain and then compressed into a form or sometimes sliced. Puffs are when the said compressed meal has air shot into it or pressure is suddenly changed in the chamber they're in thus puffing them up popcorn is a form of puff
2: thank you reddit a a word a phrase i never thought i would say
4: i can agree with that that popcorn's a puff my mind is so blown right now
3: (laughs) it looks like we have categories of chips crisps puffs
0: okay i'm not sure if the crisp thing works in a british context though yeah Because a crisp, like, to a British person, like, a potato chip is a crisp. And I don't actually know what constitutes a crisp in a U.S. setting.
2: It's the, the, like, if it's, like, made out of chickpeas, it's a crisp, right? Because you can't, like, slice a chickpea and, like, fry all the little individual slices. That would be a very small chip.
4: Wait, things are made out of chickpeas? Besides hummus? (laughs) yes (laughs)
2: oh oh, Millie, i eat so many chickpeas
4: i have learned something today
2: (laughs) today we learned
0: wait isn't what's the brand of the chickpea crisp i guess um that you eat pauline i think it's a favorite hip
2: peas hip peas they're my fave i could eat them all night all day
4: that's the brand with the chicken on it, right?
2: I mean, like, I hope little... there isn't a chicken because then I feel like <laughs> you would feel like you're eating a chicken. No, because it's, it's like a
4: chickpea. It's like a play on words it, because it's a chick, so it's a, It had like a it has a cute little chicken drawing on it. I think I never eaten it, so
2: I I totally believe that, but I hope no one looked at it and thought, God, is this a chicken that's been fried into a crisp? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can we rewind about the shrimp chips? Because some of those shrimp chips are like discs and they look like chips. Are those not chips or are
4: they puffs?
3: I'm oh, inclined shit. to think that these shrimp chips are misnomered to be shrimp puffs.
4: But what about those shrimp chips or those crab chips you get at like some some restaurants where you like fry them and they're like always on top of like a chicken or like a fish? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those are closer um in type to what Aya is
0: talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is blowing my mind. I'm sorry, I'm still like processing. I think it's, <laughs> it's a matter of how that type of I would call that like a shrimp disc <laughs> <laughs> Um, like how it's made, right? So I think it actually involves like uh well no slicing, I guess. So it would be, like, between a crisp and a puff.
2: I, shrimp disc is such a cursed phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible.
0: I, I just want to distinguish that from the shrimp sticks that we started off talking about, which is the, like, kalbi like, style that look like a French fry, basically. But they're made of shrimp and fried.
2: Yes, they are between a crisp and a puff. We have contributed knowledge to the world, and with that... Our um, work is done. (laughs) Our work is done. Our existence as a podcast has been uh, validated.
0: Well, we actually decided that in addition to increasing to the knowledge of uh, potato chips, which is critical knowledge, as I'm sure we all agree, because my mind is blown I don't know about you um <laughs> we decided to do like a chip mukbang slash review situation on our episode today uh, mostly like at least for me it was an attempt to just or an excuse to eat our feelings uh we are recording this the day before election day um I don't drink, so I guess the next thing, the closest thing to it is just eating a pile of potato chips, Amazing. Which, we, yeah, which, which is what we're about to do tonight. Uh, so how did you all choose your contender? Your Each of us chose one contender for today's Chip Review Mukbang, and I would like to hear you all share about why yours was the chosen contender.
2: So three of us actually chose kettle chips, so this is just like a huge endorsement for that brand. Um, they're very delicious. But I chose the salt and pepper flavor, and it is my favorite chip because I can literally eat it infinity like without stopping. Like I can I can just house the entire bag of any size and it just brings me so much joy. I't like, I don't like a chip with um, like a powdery coating. Cause I, I really like spicy chips, um, like jalapeno chips, but I can't like deal with like the way that they're seasoned. Um, so the salt and pepper is like a really nice, it's like a really nice flavor that doesn't get old for me. I ate like 20 of them as we were trying to prep for this episode, but I saved one if we're going to do like chip to chip comparisons.
0: Well, let's do that now. Why don't, why don't we, um, just taste test it and share our feedback. Lean close to the, lean close to whatever device you're using as you uh, bite into that
2: kettle chip. A a ton of loud chip noises.
0: This is this is like the anti ASMR, I guess.
2: Best trip in the world. That's
4: like the second time I've had these chips.
0: It's too subtle for me.
1: It doesn't really do it's much for me. But I do love ketchup texture. They fucking love it. Hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. I totally hear you on that. I love ketchup. As like,
4: someone, if I
0: could access them right now, that would be my tender.
3: As someone who also chose a Kettle Chip brand, I just, every time I'm taking a bite and, like, tasting. I love the texture, like Aya said, but I'm also really disappointed that it's not my choice, my flavor.
0: <laughs> I guess that's a good segue to your flavor, then. Who are you pulling for, Thomas?
3: I, I, I don't know. I resonated with what Pauline was saying in that I chose mine because I could eat... I could open a bag and just inhale the entire thing and not realize um how much time has passed and how how greased up my finger my two fingers are i i'm a two finger i'm a thumb person and an index person when i eat my chips i don't use any other fingers so those two are the ones that get super caked up with sea salt and vinegar kettle branded potato chips that's my. i love that
0: you're introducing technique this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody uh, a fan of this thumb finger index technique? Or does anyone else use other techniques? What about, is there a chopstick gang here?
1: Yep, I do.
0: Yep,
4: same. It depends. Maybe for the not-chip the Cheetos.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you have to do that with the Cheetos. Otherwise, you just have orange fingers like, yeah. for taste.
3: Where are my spoon gang at?
0: For <laughs> chips? What? I'll do
1: that for crumbs, to be honest.
3: Nice.
4: Because I also I can't know.
1: waste anything.
4: <laughs> well, that's better than like, dumping it, like try to pour it all in your mouth, and then it just ended up like all splashing in your eyes. Because that's like the yeah. worst part of the chips.
0: <laughs> I feel you have a more chaotic chip eating experience than I've experienced. <laughs>
4: I have never had a chip in my Well, it's like when at the end, when everything's all crumbly, you like dip it, and then you have your and then you didn't like put it all into one corner of the bag. So it's just like off the very bottom, and then it splashes into your like face. <laughs> and then you just, you're happy but sad because you finish shifts, but you're sad you're kind of blind for like a second. <laughs>
1: I, I have experienced this know. as well. <laughs> that I've that also done know. done hot Cheeto crumbs with um, making karepan, curry bread. And that's always
2: so fun. Highly Oh recommend. my gosh! Like the breading for the outside.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, that sounds.
2: That's delicious. galaxy brain.
0: Mm. No, that's like that's god tier food. That is so great. <laughs> <laughs> that that reminds me of those hot dogs at um, what's it called? Changchun, at the place in um, uh, corn dogs. Oh, the corn, corn dog, dog, dog place. Oh, corn dog. Yeah, yeah, the one, yeah the, the one in the ID.
2: Yeah, I think it's Changchun. It's like youth. Um, honestly. I'm trying really hard to like, listen to our conversation because like the chip noises are so loud, and I'm using headphones. I have entered like the Thomas like chip void where I just like everything is chips, and I don't know how much time is passing.
0: Well, I- I'm gonna take the opportunity to try this um, uh, fabled kettle chip salt and vinegar. So I'm gonna lean in and bite down.
3: I also wanna. Ooh, that was a nice bite. <laughs> I also want to really give kudos to the marketers and designers for the sea salt and vinegar kettle-branded potato chips because that blue bag that they have and the the color palette of all like the blue, it's just so comforting. I don't know if you guys have the bags in front of you. We'll definitely link that in the Instagram. <laughs> but it is so calming. That's we- your colored. favorite
4: color, to us?
3: Um, for this episode it is.
4: That's color food therapy right there.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going back to Pauline's choice of the salt and fresh ground pepper and this brown. It's very Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling antagonistic given that it is November second. This is the
0: twenty twenty fight that no one saw coming. (laughs)
2: I actually don't have the chips in front of me because, in front of me, because Christina very kindly bought everything and put them into, like, individually labeled bags for me because I Aww. had a bunch of class and, like, assignments and readings today, so, um, yeah, it was, like, a little care package of chips, which I'm always happy to eat, and for my thoughts about this salt and vinegar, I love salt and vinegar chips, um, But I think that I like the flavor of the salt and pepper more. I'm not saying it's superior. I think I just like to taste that more. But I will say these are very good chips.
4: No, they're really good. Kind of over time, though, I will say if I eat like half the bag, which I am going to do eventually, Mm -hmm. but it's going to like make my like mouth like really puckery. Oh, that's the best part. Make a break from it.
1: I'm on board with Melly. I can eat a pan full at a time. It hurts.
4: <laughs> I don't like.
1: it. I
2: do love the flavor though. I feel like this Chrissy one's Teigen like to... burned. Oh, sorry. Go on. Didn't Chrissy Teigen like strip the taste bud? Oh, you know what she did? Okay, do you guys know that um the hot ones wings eating thing on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. So she she like went on the show after having eaten salt and vinegar chips for, like, an hour or something. And so I think she, like, did really badly, even though she's, like, high can, like, handle really spicy food. And she, like, stripped all the taste buds off her tongue.
4: No, they cut her mouth. That's horrible.
2: Yes, uh, pain and suffering is um, terrible. It's not funny at all. Oh, <laughs>
4: uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, I understand. I would do that, too. I would still laugh. <laughs>
0: It's not funny unless it's on The Bachelor or Bachelorette.
2: Wait, what happened on The Bachelor oh, or Bachelorette? Just, it's just
0: full of pain and suffering. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fine. No one else appreciates The Bachelor or Bachelorette. It's okay. Never um, seen but, any of yeah, them.
2: <laughs> I've
3: never seen any of them.
2: <laughs> I've seen the Black Lorette out. season, the one where they had the Black Rachel. Yeah. It was a the shitty Black
3: season. Ray, Black <laughs>
4: No, my, the my,
2: the black bachelorette named Rachel. Yeah,
4: my only intake of the Bachelor Bachelorette was this Facebook status slash tweet I did was if I was on the Bachelorette, it would be for dogs, and I would just take all of them, give them all the roses.
0: That is so cute. You can get them bacon roses.
4: Oh, that'd be so cute
0: anyways back to the salt and vinegar chips i feel like this uh, the kettle chip version of it is definitely less intense it's less on the vinegar side of things um than other versions like the lays version um which i actually feel like i like more um i mean kettle chips do really have really great texture and then it's sort of like slowly builds as you eat more um but I actually kind of like the semi, like, sadistic, I guess masochistic, um, like, Lay's version where it, like, literally hurts, like, right under your eyes, like, where your eye bags are, and then, like, your mouth is super puckery, and, like, you're just kind of in pain, but loving it at the same time. So I would prefer Lay's over the Kettle chip version.
3: But the texture so different
1: very different i agree with thomas i think for me eating a chip is mostly about texture and then flavor being secondary
4: okay i have a question then about chips do you prefer your chip to be completely flat or do you like the kettle ones where they're like kind of folded over
1: i like anything with the ridge so, like with lays, I prefer ruffles rather than the normal flat chip.
2: It's not exciting
1: to eat a, I don't know, a normal lays chip for me.
2: I feel like when you eat a Pringles, you're like, look at what we've done to nature. We could have just sliced a potato, but no, we had to like reform it into the perfect chip. We messed too much with creation.
0: Wait, so what you're saying is that a Pringle is both a chip and a crisp?
2: Oh my god, it's a fucking crisp. Oh my god, it's not even a chip. Oh my god.
0: No, but it's shaped like a chip, though.
2: Oh god, this is so terrible. It's a crisp pretending to be a chip. <laughs> I think I just mispronounced that because my mouth is starting to, like, shrivel up. Because I have been non-stop <laughs> eating salt and vinegar chips since we started talking about them. <laughs>
3: Pauline, that's my favorite part.
2: <laughs> like I can't even talk it. anymore when I'm on a podcast.
4: It's the only time to feel alive. These <laughs> <jokes>. <laughs> Well,
0: should we move on to Melly's pick before uh, Pauline completely loses their ability to talk?
3: Melly, what well, was your pick?
4: Oh, I chose the Sun Ships, even though in the beginning of this episode we talk about how tortilla chips probably wasn't for a second and then I panicked <laughs> but I like sun chips because they're heart healthy <laughs> but also <Because> I like- <laughs> <laughs> but also I like them I love garden salsa that's the chip to get if you were to get a sun chip I like them because they're kind of like ridges but they're not as hard as your you know all your Captain Crunch version of chips which is just the kettle chips so I, <laughs> and, and it comes in a red bag because that's how color therapy works, and it's I think I just like it because it's like even though there's like there's like a little hint of a jalapeno even though it's not spicy at all, it makes me feel like I am eating like a like a powdery version of a, of salsa <laughs> that, and I love chips and salsa, but. This is like a two-in-one. It's the head and shoulders of chips and salsa.
2: <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
4: um, my second favorite
1: chips would be the Sun Chips Garden Salsa. So, Millie, when you picked this, I was ecstatic. I love eating these.
4: Yeah, I can I can minusly just eat a whole bag without even realizing it. And also, <laughs> Costco has a whole, has a Costco version of it. And
1: Isn't there's like nacho something, nacho zest or something like that?
4: Yeah, that's poop. That's. <laughs> yeah, a... I they used to have the guns also on. Also, the bag is biodegradable, so all it's not. I'm not just applying for the bag. Uh, for the chips, it's a whole package. Literally the whole package <laughs> is what I'm selling. Mm,
2: that's good
0: wow melly i am i'm sold
2: (laughs) (laughs) i okay so i'm on my like my 12th chip or what you you know um i still like the original sun chip flavor more um but i love like the taste of it it feels like very wholesome
4: yeah because it's sun chips they're supposed to make you feel healthy I think that's
0: the only one I sell it with. <laughs> no, you sold me on the biodegradable bag. That that's amazing. Um, but also, just okay. I what makes I just I guess I never thought of these as tortilla chips. I don't know why. I just, I guess I've never really given much thought to the constitution of a sun chip. Um,
2: Wait, these are tortilla chips?
4: Aren't well, they? Well, they're whole that, grain. Oh.
2: Oh, I think Melly just mentioned tortilla chips.
4: Because we we'll all talk about be potato, and I was like, this is a potato. I see, I see. Okay.
0: That's, that's less confusing for me. But, okay. Here's my take on the sun chip. Um, I feel like it teases me. I feel like it promises a lot and doesn't give me enough. And, it's like, got just the right amount of flavor to get me interested, and then like,
4: just ends right there that's why you have to eat the whole bag oh my god (laughs) (laughs) isn't that such
3: isn't that such a an accurate description of when you have like chips and guac or chips and salsa like every time you dip it into the salsa and you eat it it's like just enough but not enough where you want to take another bite and it becomes very addicting yeah it's like
2: like returns what is it called? What's that like thing in business where like they keep you coming back?
4: I want to say cliffhanger, but that's not it. I don't it's know.
0: Okay. It's fine if we don't know. It means that we're not like one of those people.
2: What <laughs> <laughs> We cannot reach God tier chip like expertise.
0: We're not chip capitalists. We're regular chip consumers.
2: We're chip communists.
0: <laughs> I have to say, though, that, yeah, definitely the flavor is there. Like, I love, um, like, slightly tart uh, tomato flavor. And then a very subtle jalapeno going on. So it's a good one. Thanks, Melly. Should we get to the dill pickle?
1: Yes. sorry, I'm eating a salad right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dill pickle chips. I picked the Kettle brand, Crinkle Cut dill pickle. I love dill pickle anything. If you had the Lay's Flaming Hot dill pickle chips, those are awesome, but I can only eat like five of them because they're really spicy. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I like how it's like one level below the salt and vinegar. It's not too much. So I can eat the whole bag if I want to <laughs> without feeling the, the pain of the puckering. And I really like putting it on sandwiches Um, in addition to the pickle. So if you like pickles and you haven't had it, I do recommend it.
3: This is my first time having it, and I am highly impressed by how much it actually tastes like a dill pickle.
2: Same.
4: The smell
1: Wait, this is Wait, this is the first time for both of you to have the dill pickle chip?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I just don't eat, like, coated chips a lot, but when I struggle a little bit with dill, um, I can feel Christina, like, breathing down my throat, but I don't love dill all the time. On, like, salmon, yes. Salad yes, but um, I like pickles, so I, I really like this. I am obsessed with
1: dill. Anything?
0: Yeah, it same here. Everything. I'm a, I'm definitely in the dill pickle gang. Um, I, also, for to clarify for listeners, I'm not literally breathing down Pauline's throat. <laughs> we recording in separate spaces. <laughs> yeah, stay safe,
2: y'all. Yeah.
0: Colleen knows how much I love dill. I will find any opportunity to put dill in anything. Um, My favorite thing to put dill in is actually um, like a good red sauce for pasta. Me too. So good, right? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also pizza. Yeah, anything like a red sauce. Just dump it in. It's great. And um, also tomato soup. Amazing. Do it. Mm-hmm. Put dill on top of tomato soup.
2: I had never heard of anyone combining dills or pickles with dill or pickles before. Dill or tomatoes. Let's re-record. I had never heard of anyone combining dill and tomatoes previous to, like, either of you ever mentioning this. Hmm.
0: No, the possibilities are endless. And hearing Aya now share that she puts this uh chip onto a sandwich that has more pickle has completely opened my mind to even more possibilities that I can pursue I am grateful no this is really good I feel like okay so since we're talking about like the um packaging and the uh color therapy situation i find this really soothing there's like a really adorable little illustration of like a jar of dill pickles which makes me happy and then the green is really pleasant too it's like a very uplifting happy green color yay i like this one thanks Aya. i haven't tried this
4: one here hey yeah i want to put it on my sandwiches now It's quite delicious
3: i'm gonna put it with my pasta and drink it with red wine
1: i'm excited for all of y'all
0: As i'm gonna put it on a burger
2: alive,
0: alive. okay last but maybe least <laughs> is uh my pick which is the lays cheddar and sour cream Woo! yeah um i picked this because like, again, like everybody else, like, I can just eat a giant bag of this by myself. Um, like, the family size, the party size, sharing size, whatever you want to call it, um, that I have definitely eaten that in one sitting uh, on the way to a hiking trip. So, yeah, it's it's one of my faves. What I love about it, it's cheddar. Who doesn't love cheddar? Except for vegans. sorry, vegan. Um, <laughs> and dark. I feel like, Okay. The sour cream flavor um, is just, like, they're two really classic flavors in potato chip world. And to have it together is amazing. And I feel like this just really satisfies, like, your primal instincts when it comes to potato chips. So that's why it's my pick.
3: Christina, I am so glad you chose the cheddar and sour cream flavored Lay's branded potato chips because this reminds me of when I was in first and second grade maybe I've shared with you all but back back in the day this is way back in the day now for real um, we we would hang out at the local ice rink and my parents would give me 50 cents and a dollar to go to the vending machines and I'd put in like B. 12 and then the little curly wires would spin and then these ruffles um cheddar and sour cream bag would like fall down and i would eat it and it just reminds me of my childhood and i know that while we were we were preparing for this you wanted the normal kind but i still went with my childhood sweetheart the ruffles
1: <laughs> i love the ruffled version but this is like as christina said classic flavor
4: combination so good. Yeah, I'll, I'll third that. But I love this, too.
0: Yeah, I, I like I said, I feel like I'm so glad that you shared that beautiful story about, you know, like I miss vending machines like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it was so fun just like watching it operate and like having a bag of chips all out. And I feel like that's sort of what this chip does for me. It's just it brings me to like comfort, like Just that's why I'm like primal instincts right like takes you to childhood like nothing fancy but like so satisfying
3: I think that's the actual definition of a chip is a chip
2: a feeling or the journey that we made along the way
3: absolutely (laughs)
4: Some of them have bumps, like ridges, some of them are overlapping each other, like kettle chips.
2: Oh my god, chip philosophy.
4: Some of them make you pucker
0: and cry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some of them you can repurpose for other things.
0: (laughs) A chip is a state of mind.
3: Maybe so.
4: (laughs) but don't let I'm your just mind. I'm just
2: unmuting to let into my mic. <laughs> Sorry, this is great.
4: Don't let your mind go stale though, like chips. <laughs>
2: <Ew>. so,
0: <laughs> I actually uh kept my cheddar and sour cream bag um, unopened so that I can take a good photo of it later. Can someone do like a good crunch for me just to have like you know have its sound be captured for our podcast. beautiful. Um I I feel like obviously sonically it's it's going to not compare to the fabled kettle chip. Um it's definitely not as crunchy, it doesn't have as much of a bite, but I like that it's inviting and uh just a crowd pleaser. And I I don't know why like I feel like I've spent a long time in my life loving Ruffle chips and I don't know why specifically for this
4: flavor. I feel like it has to be the non-ruffle kind. I will say this. Um, Lays, the band itself, it's always like everyone's go-to. Like, it's always a good go-to one because we always, everyone like from kids to like lots of older people, Lays is always like a really good thing to go. I will say that.
0: Well, because my Lays cheddar, tried- and sour cream pick was not vegan friendly I did not include that in my chip sampling package that I assembled for Pauline and so instead I included um one of those weird quote unquote um or like Asian flavored uh chips that I found from the Asian food center or now known as the Asian family market and it's the spicy and numb hot pot flavor uh, Pauline what is your take on that one do you like it
2: not How um much? I guess I'll eat one on camera oh, on camera um ooh. oh that's very spicy um it has a really really interesting smell um
4: it's it's, it's fragrant, right
2: right yeah it's super fragrant I like love I love that smell I also like love like numbing peppers like i love like such food um this is pretty spicy i like it and it's like it's like a ruffle but it's like a very thin ruffle so like yeah sorry what, what was it
4: oh i think it makes you think of little sheep, little sheep.
2: Uh-huh. yeah that like that smell it just kind of like lingers in the air mm-hmm
4: like, if you took a chip and, like, walked it around, like, little sheep, that's what I think it tastes like.
0: <laughs> can you imagine if that was the production process, just somebody just walking around little
4: sheep with this tiny <laughs> crinkle. chip?
2: <laughs> <laughs> would you question, like, an old Asian grandma doing that? You would just, like, perceive her and be like, it's fine, she can do whatever <laughs> she wants, and then, like, go back to eating your hot pot.
0: <laughs> I am incredibly afraid of old Asian grandma, so I will not question hardly anything they do. <laughs>
2: Yeah, thanks for getting me these. These are really interesting. I don't think I can eat more than five without my face, my tongue being on fire. Not helped by the amount of salt and vinegar chips that I housed (laughs) earlier. That is, like, the true challenge. Eat a bag of salt and vinegar chips and then try to eat, like, I don't know, like, ramen or, like, I don't know, something super spicy.
0: Yeah, um, they actually had another flavor that I picked up as well, but I didn't share with Pauline. Um, it was a rice dumpling flavored one. Uh, for those of you who understand Mandarin, it's zhongzi. Um, like they had that as a flavor. So I'm really excited to try that one out. Um, I, I might post about that on Instagram. So stay tuned. Spac Snack is brought to you by Patience. As the holiday season descends upon us and the pandemic approaches its one year mark, patience is growing thin for many of us. Renew your supply of patience by taking stock of the fact that you have managed to endure an incredibly difficult year and you're still here. You can do it and we'll get through the rest of this mess together. All
4: right, it's time for our usual
0: question. What are you snacking on?
4: Melly? do you want to start as our special guest? I'm watching, I'm reading this book. It's a graphic novel, but it's also a cookbook. I don't know if anyone has read it. It's called Let's Make Ramen. And it's, like, from a couple who, like, shows you, like, all the details, how to make ramen, different types. But they put it in graphic novel form. And it's, like, really cute artist work. And it's just a fun book to read if you never plan on making ramen ever. (laughs) That's what I'm snacking on.
0: Wow, that sounds amazing. Where did you pick it up?
4: Um, my partner's mother gave it to us. So if anyone wants to know, it's Let's Make Ramen by Hugh Amano and Sarah Bacan. I am butchering a white person's name, but it's okay. They'll survive. Yeah, it's okay.
0: Take that. Is it bad that my interest levels dipped when I found out that white people made
4: this book? (laughs) No, it's okay. I think what it is is that he was a cook and that he's listening She's an artist. She has, it. she just picked herself as having purple hair, which kind of smokes my interest because I love having purple hair.
0: Cool. Well, that sounds like a great book. I'm excited uh, to check it out.
2: Okay. I am snacking on also a book. This is called My Grandmother's Hands, colon, Racialized Trauma and the Pathway to Mending Our Hearts and Bodies by Resmaa Menakem. I think that is correct. Um, it is a book I'm reading for school because I've read two books since starting school and uh, um, my capacity for reading anything is extremely low right now. That isn't school readings, but I really appreciate it because it's written by a black man and it talks a lot about how people of color like live with trauma and like the things that we can do um, to kind of recognize this in ourselves Um, and the book is also filled with a ton of exercises. I have just like been recommending this to everybody. I think I've already recommended it to everyone in this podcast. So everyone's just listening to me reshare, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of body practice exercises. There's like body scan, mindfulness, breathing. Um, I'm an anxious person. And so I find breathing exercises really helpful. Um, And also, why I liked reading it for class is at the end of every chapter, there's just like it just like summarizes the whole chapter. So I, I want to take my time and read this book. But for one of my classes, I do all of my readings like right like in the hour before class, which is really bad. But um, I really like feeling cared for by this book. Um, My therapist also. Uh, basically like runs a practice for people of color and so she in her practice she's very cognizant of what it's like to like move as a person of color in the world and um, that kind of like specific healing and care I think is something that I'm really gravitating towards right now especially with the election so close at hand Um, just thinking of what it's been like these past four years under this uh, presidential administration and how we can take care of ourselves, like during this week and then potentially the next administration as well.
0: Awesome. That's really great. I'm actually looking forward to reading that book too. I've been recommended it, but um, like my ever growing pile of readings, um, it's just sitting there. So thank you for reminding us and recommending it.
1: I am also reading a book, David Chang's Autobiography. The name of it is Eat a Peach, a memoir. As some of y'all know, my dad is a chef, and reading this memoir by David Chang reminds me a lot of how I was brought up and kind of like the chaos of having a dad that is a chef. It's really hard. Um, So it's been, I was not expecting to reflect on my own personal life that much, but I am glad to do so.
3: Mine is also a book. Um, It's two things, but the first is uh, Ali Wong's book, Dear Girls. It's her memoir about all these um, things that she wished she could have had these conversations with her uh, dad who died. Um, And so she decided to write this book with letters to her very, very young um, daughters. And I don't have daughters, but I just feel for for all the people, like, living through oppression <laughs> and, and, li- and, like, reading from Allie's perspective of what she's had to go through, what she's afraid for her children to go through, um, it's just kind of tapping into that, like, paternal side that I don't, I'm not usually in touch or, like, in tune with, and so... I highly recommend that. It's also very funny. It's one of those books where you're actually like laughing out loud and who doesn't love Ellie Wong, right? And then the second thing I'm snacking on is just cleaning in general. Uh, something, it probably is something to do with the, the state of the world that we're in, but literally over the weekend, um, as a part of my vacation, uh, I cleaned my vacuum. I took it apart and I took out all the hairs and the dirt and the grime that we that's built up over the last couple of years and it was just very like soothing to give something a nice clean detailing of sorts i would highly recommend cleaning anything that needs to be cleaned in your house
1: <laughs> i recently did with that with my um my window air conditioning unit mm. and just like cleaning it before putting it away for the season but the filter was disgusting
3: (laughs) oh love cleaning filters yeah very satisfying
0: um it seems like we've all been doing a lot of reading lately um and i have been reading actually um so a friend of mine that i met at church i mean it's got to be like 15 years ago now oh my god it might be less i think 12 years 12 or 13 years and um She always wanted to write and to write a book, a memoir, and she just got it published. And, um, I supported the publication, um, over Kickstarter and it just arrived, I think about a week ago and it's called Patchwork Someone. And, um, she, I share a lot of, uh, cultural background. Um, we are both third culture kids um she's mixed race i'm not but um we were both like raised in hong kong and uh, she's a bit older than me so she remembers a bit more about like the 1997 handover um she also is very candid about her mental health which i also talk about and so there's so many parallels and um she has moved all over the place as well and reading this book is so um definitely brings me down memory lane and it's very cathartic as well and incredibly poignant and she's just such a clear and beautiful writer and so I love that not only am I really enjoying this journey that she's bringing me on in her voice but I'm also able to relive my own experiences and sort of reflect on those and then at the very end of it all it's just so beautiful to see somebody's like dream come true so it's I've been really enjoying that. And um, the second thing I'm snacking on is not as refined or poignant. Um, I have been watching a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and I it's just such a comforting watch for me and I feel like I need it. I, I always feel like whenever I'm anxious or some like major world event is sort of looming over me. I need to see people Kick, kill, destroy monsters, <laughs> and it's not like the most racially inclusive show. It's definitely got its, you know, a lot of issues. And um, Pauline can talk, you know, for weeks about how problematic the show creator
2: is, um, and it's something for me to remember actual weeks, well. weeks. <laughs> Joss Whedon, just send me your location. I just want to talk. <laughs>
0: Um, yes, uh, Joss Whedon, the more I read, the more horrified I
4: am. Um,
0: not Marilyn Manson horrified, but nonetheless problematic, deeply problematic. And if you need to know about this Marilyn Manson reference, um, please look into it. Do not platform this person. He is so terrible. Um, yeah, so Buffy for me, I guess it's like, a I don't know, an evil in my life. It's a vice. It's there. I confess, um, but yeah, it's just endlessly comforting to me. So it's one of those things I grapple with. That's what I've been snacking on.
2: I mean, you got to love what you love, right? Like there's nothing, nothing happens in a vacuum. Like nothing we consume is going to be like perfect and like social justice and yeah.
4: And then once in a while you have to clean that vacuum after a few years.
2: Oh my gosh, Millie! Oh the oh yes, I love how much you're like bringing things back. We seem so much more prepared.
0: <laughs> yeah, Melly, I love that you are the philosopher among us.
4: Oh, it's just how I am at, at class. I always try to bring it back to the lesson. It's called learning how to redirect it back. <laughs>
0: Well, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Emily. We really appreciate it and enjoyed having you here. Thank
4: well, thanks for having me here. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I enjoyed eating all these chips.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This podcast is generously hosted by Diverging Mag, and our audio editor is Thomas Yang. Our music is by Chucky Kim, and the podcast artwork is created by Kelly Comarita Martel. For more premium snack content, you can follow us on Instagram at stack underscore snack, and you can also find us on Twitter at the same handle. Feel free to slide into our DMs with snack recommendations, feedback, and stories of your own. We always love hearing from you. Until next time, stay hungry, stay thirsty, and stay safe.